I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Today we have Reza on the show. He's a principal consultant at Catapult Systems for the past six years. We're going to discuss things like the Microsoft Flow All-Star Award. We're going to discuss uh, Flow Nauts, Abstronauts. Uh, remember, full show notes can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 197. Now let's get on with the show. Reza, welcome to the MVP show. Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you doing? Good, good. Going well. I mean, this quarantine time is always very interesting. Um, what part of the world are you held up in at the moment? <laughs> Currently held up in uh, California, San Diego. So so not a black, bad place to be held up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I take it you've been in quarantine for a while now? Yep. It's now, for me, it's been a little more than a month right now. So... Uh, uh, I have my father-in-law with me, my my mother-in-law with me, my wife who's pregnant. So we got to be extremely careful. So we we took our precautions even earlier than others did. So it's been like, like a month and a half now for us in uh, quarantine. Wow! And so is this your first baby? Yes, sir. First. Awesome. When's it due? It's due in July. Oh wow! This is so exciting for you. Very excited. And nervous now with the with the scenario going around, of course. So, how long you been in San Diego? Is that where you've been all your life, or what's what's your background? So, uh, basically, in the United States, I I stepped into US in uh, two thousand and seven. I came here on an H one visa, which is like work visa, and uh, I've primarily been based out of Houston, te- Texas, ever since uh-huh. I've been here. Got married in uh, twenty eleven, which got uh-huh. me. Uh, here to California uh, with my wife here and then we moved uh-huh. you know we moved to Houston I somehow convinced her to leave San Diego uh-huh. <laughs> and go to Houston uh-huh. and uh, we spent like we spent like uh, four years there and then uh, with uh, her parents here being alone it just happened that we were in California during this time of COVID uh-huh. and unfortunately this this pandemic has has locked me out here and now with uh, the baby on the way we can't afford to leave california at least until delivery and maybe even beyond because i think we're going to be here for for quite a while now Mm-mm. so so what are you doing work-wise while you're in lockdown so uh i work for an organization in houston texas named uh, catapult systems and the beauty of my work over the course of the last six years with them has been mainly remote i have we, we my company promotes remote work a lot. And uh, honestly, it must be a big change for a lot of folks. But for me, more or less, my my work schedule has stayed the same. And uh, I continue to work from home and uh, and uh, keep delivering. Oh, that's good. That's so good. It's so good that you, you've got that continuity and you can carry on. But it is weird not knowing when this whole um, process will be over. Okay, so t- be- so before you came to America, what country are you from? 
So I'm uh, originally based out of from uh, India. So I'm born and brought up, born and brought up in India. Uh-huh. I spent like 25 years of my life there. So what part of India? This is uh, Mumbai. Do you do you ever go back home? Do I ever go I tend to go back once in 2 years because I have my entire family there. Uh-huh. So I I tend to go back to meet them for for 3 weeks a year. Uh, okay. And uh, unfortunately right now I there's, there's no way anyone's <laughs> going yeah. anywhere. How long you been an MVP now? So for me uh I I am now an MVP since uh, December 2019 so I'm pretty wow. new to the MVP world. Wow, so you'd have been a bit disappointed missing out on your first MVP summit. Yeah, my first MVP summit and it went uh, virtual. I was so looking forward wow. to it, but I think I think I really enjoyed the virtual summit. Well, it was my first MVP summit anyways. So, yeah. I didn't know what the true experience is, hoping to hoping to experience that sometime in future again. Mhm. So you you're a business applications MVP. What kind of area though do you specialize within that and and what was your journey to becoming an MVP? So uh, from a business application standpoint, I primarily focus on Power Apps and uh, Power Automate. Those are the two primary areas of of my expertise. No, uh, I would like to say so. And uh-huh. uh I'm now also trying to grow my my expertise in another new service of the Power Platform, which is uh, Power Virtual Agents. So uh-huh. I'm really trying to grow and and learn further within the Power Platform, trying to expand my skill set. Uh-huh. And uh, my journey for becoming an MVP, well, it's it's been a long journey, to be very honest uh-huh. with you. And it all started back in uh, twenty somewhere around the twenty fourteen timeframe. Uh, again, this is I'm talking about my entire journey uh-huh. right now. So, 2014 was when I started getting connected to uh, the Houston user group, uh-huh. and uh, I started realizing uh, how much good content is shared in the user group, and and how people basically come to the groups and share their knowledge and interact with each other. And I've I've always been an introvert, surprisingly, uh-huh. not many people. Uh-huh. Everybody thinks that I'm really friendly and I'm very open, but that's not true. Uh, used to be very shy, just you know, sitting at the last uh, bench in the user group and just listening to the event and quickly just you know leaving, no socializing. Uh-huh. Uh, slowly, steadily, you know, I started opening up in the user group, and and I believe it was in 2018. It was in 2018 when there was a Office 365 event hosted in Houston, uh-huh. and. Uh, one of the speakers unfortunately he was an mvp uh, i think uh, someone in his family had passed away so he couldn't make that event uh-huh. and uh, it just so happened that uh, the user group leaders used to see me and uh, they saw me you know trying to contribute more in the group and they thought uh-huh. you know maybe let's just let's just try this guy out and uh, i think the event was on a saturday i got notified like on a friday uh, morning about it Wow, <laughs> and they were like, "Are you ready to present?" I'm like, uh, "No," because I'm too nervous. And they were like, uh-huh. "We we believe in you." And I was like, uh-huh. "You know, if they're giving me so much confidence, let's give this a shot." And uh-huh. uh, I tried, and it worked. And uh, you know, it just it just so happened that that my session was was one of the most uh, highly rated sessions as well. Uh-huh. and uh, that kind of gave me the impetus that i can do more uh-huh. and uh, i started then 
speaking in more user groups and trying to expand myself and and at the end of the day no matter how hard you work it's it's about someone noticing your hard work and 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 taking you and guiding you and uh, daniel krishnan is another business uh-huh. applications mvp someone who i i look up to uh-huh. and uh, he was the one who actually noticed my work and uh, really thought that i could i could potentially you know become an mvp in future and 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 he helped me and he he guided me and took me in the right direction and very very thankful uh-huh. to him because it's uh-huh. honestly if it was not for him i don't think i would have made it this far well that's so good that that another person you know has helped influence you that way what a what is a uh... what what was the final process of you going through nomination and and getting invited into the program so i think the process was pretty seamless i had i had dan nominate me and then uh, i immediately was was looped into the system and all i had to do was keep updating my contributions and i think i was contributing like crazy in those days uh, going all out on the community forums and and blogging and basically speaking at at every event possible. Uh I must admit I I went overboard <laughs> at times. And uh yeah, I just kept plugging at it and it took a while. I think he nominated me in somewhere around the August time frame if I remember. Uh and every month I used to wait thinking, you know, I'll I'll get him this month and it was it was December when I when I finally broke through the system. So it was pretty seamless for me and uh-huh. uh, i got nominated again as well but i don't think you can have multiple nominations so no. uh, dance dance nomination uh stood true for me wow it's so good now now tell me about some of these these phrases i've heard in regards to you i've i've seen the microsoft flow all star i've seen you know of course power addicts uh i've seen flow nort um astronaut which i think is yeah yeah I, i like that tell me a bit about the uh the background here yeah so uh <laughs> so the flow all star i'll start with that one first was uh, this was related to uh, the dynamic communities team and uh, they nominated me as a F- power automate used to be called microsoft flow so actually this award was a microsoft flow all star and uh, this was purely for my contributions to the dynamic communities group in terms of uh leading a local user group in Houston on the power platform to contributing to speaking at various events and then the best part about this award was that uh, this was this came from the community so people voted for this uh-huh. it was it had nothing to do with an organization claiming oh he's a great guy no uh-huh. it came from the people which means a lot more to me and uh, a lot of folks voted voted for me and and I won that award uh very privileged to win this with uh, two other genius mvps from new zealand by the way uh rezarad and uh, lela ilati oh wow very cool yes i had them <laughs> so uh, yeah so i won that all star award and talking about astronaut and flownaut i really love those cool words but uh, at the end of the day uh those are the community forum super users uh-huh. and those are for people who contribute uh, month after month in the community forums for uh-huh. power apps and power automate and uh, i am someone who was extremely extremely active i still am but not to that extent 
uh, pre-MVP nomination, to be very honest. I was yes. I was spending literally uh, probably 10 hours a week on the forums. I know that's a lot. <laughs> I remember setting like a record for three months straight when I had like almost 500 solutions authored in, in three months. So I really went all out. Uh, probably that was my, my drive for becoming an MVP. Uh, now that I look back, I kind of smile and think, uh, I probably could have slowed down, <laughs> but overall it was a, it was a great learning experience being on the forums because you're not just, you're not just sharing information. You're not just helping others, but, uh, more importantly, you are, you are learning yourself because you're teaching number one. Number two, uh, people on the forum come come up with questions and queries and solutions that you may not have thought of uh-huh. in your day-to-day work life because you are not going to run across every scenario possible. Yeah. And, and being on the forums really helped me grow my expertise further because I, I was able to run across new challenges that folks were facing uh, uh-huh. while trying to help them. And... Uh, most of those things I leveraged in my in my work life as well and in my MVP contributions. Uh, uh, uh. So it was fun being on the forums and that's how I got those those cool awards, right? Astronaut and yeah. Slownaut. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So what what for you, what was the motivation? Well, why did you want to become a business applications MVP? Hmm. So I'll give you two answers. <laughs> Uh, the first motivation, of course, was uh, I thought initially when I started and I, when I was trying to get into events speaking, because I, I suddenly I found myself speaking at a lot of these local events, which I really I, I really appreciated most of those folks who gave me the opportunity because I was brand new. And uh, as a newbie, I know how tough it is to get into some of these events, really difficult. And there were a lot of events I tried into. And of course, I got rejected because there were a lot more people with a lot more credibility and of course they deserve it and uh, yeah there were there were a lot of scenarios wherein i missed those opportunities and uh, that was that was one thing i was observing is that okay some of them very very open to me they told me yeah you know mvps get preference i'm like okay uh but that's not the reason why i tried to become an mvp uh more so as i started working with these super users, some of them who were MVPs, an example was Daniel Krishnan. Uh, I got to know more about the MVP program from them, which was, you know, product group interactions, you know, having direct access to 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 the product group, you know, giving them feedback. And uh, for me working with, I'm a consultant, so working with customers, many a times I ran into scenarios where I somehow I felt if I had access to a product group, folks, that would be amazing. And, uh, of course, the value add of just being an MVP because your words mean more <laughs> than normal. Uh, uh, uh. So taking all those things into into consideration, uh, somehow I just it just came into me that that I really need that. I, I really need that. Uh, you know, I, I just want to want to be in that position because I would love to be someone who gives feedback, who takes feedback, uh-huh, who because uh-huh. I'm working with the customers day in day out. I know what their pain points yeah. are. You know, I can give a lot of valuable input back to Microsoft and get a lot of valuable, you know, feedback from Microsoft that some of which I can take back to my customers, and some of which I can help in shaping the future of these 
products that I that I work day in day out on. So all of these things yeah. taking into consideration, I was like, let's let's really try. I really tried hard for it, and was lucky enough to get it. I like it. I like it. Tell me about the the advantages you've seen since becoming an MVP, and any disadvantages you might have come across as well. Hmm. So advantages are plenty. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. The most the best ones is the product group interaction. So I just had one yesterday. I had an issue with licensing with a customer I was working on and uh-huh. I had a question and uh, I knew that, you know, the best person to answer this would be uh, a Microsoft resource, right? Within the product group, just went to him, got uh-huh. the question answered in five minutes and client's happy. I'm happy. Microsoft group is happy that we've taken this to the next step. So these interactions with the product group and the, the sessions that we have uh, regarding what's coming and product feedback are just invaluable. Like, I, I cannot stress how valuable these sessions are. So I think that's some of the best advantages. Uh, of course, uh, so plenty of advantages. These are a few that are just coming to my mind right now as I talk to you, but... Uh, from a drawback standpoint, I would uh-huh. definitely uh, say the the continuous pressure <laughs> that uh, of expectation that comes onto you once you become an uh-huh. MVP. Yeah. Again, this is up to the individual, right? It's up to you how you want to play it out. But uh, I feel when I I used to blog before as well. I I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of video blogging on my YouTube channel, uh-huh. 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 and uh, when I used to do that before, I used to be very carefree. You know, uh, yes. hey, I want to blog about this. I want to talk about something cool. Just go on, just record, you're done. Uh, uh-huh. Now I feel I need to be a lot more responsible in terms of what I'm blogging about, what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Am uh-huh. I am I opening up something I should not be sharing <laughs> too uh-huh. early uh-huh. versus, uh, you know, you need to be really 100% sure of what, of what you're speaking about because you need to be adding value in terms of, uh, in terms of content that I'm providing to my, to my subscribers so uh, uh, uh. i think i think the pressure of expectation is probably uh something that i would say is is a drawback but that's purely dependent on an individual basis so where to from here what's your goals what's your uh what do you plan to achieve in the coming years in this space as an mvp so the goals for me uh, from where i see myself is number one is to keep keep doing what i'm doing to be very honest and uh, because i'm enjoying it so uh, keep learning, keep keep sharing, keep contributing, and uh, as as my uh, as my guru Dan Krishna told me, always be humble. You know, that's the first thing he told me after I became an MVP is that once you become an MVP, yes, you will be treated differently, but the key is going to be for you to be be humble and uh, help others. You know, mentor others and pass on pass on the good work that you've done to others and. I think I've done that. I hope I've done that. Uh-huh. Uh, and if I have not, I'm still, I have it on the back of my mind. So I keep, I try to be as humble as possible. I try to always help others. And, uh-huh. you know, I have, I have made a few nominations for other MVPs because I spotted those users and I thought they are, they are really great in terms of the contributions they are making. And uh-huh. it's, it's important for us as MVPs to, to help others grow, yeah. not just, you know, I just don't want to nominate someone and say, okay, best of luck. You know, go ahead and, and try your luck. No, you got to guide that user. You got to help him. You got to, you got to instigate that confidence in him that that he can also deliver, just like just like my mentor did to me. So 
I think that's my goal is to keep contributing and to keep keep nominating. I like it. I like it. It's been so good talking to you. And I, I feel like there's there's a lot more that we could talk about. Just before we get onto some quick fire questions, do you have any hobbies that you do outside of, you know, the power platform? <laughs> uh, it's hard to search for hobbies outside of power platform. But uh, if I had to, I think it's the one hour, one hour a day that I spend on uh, basic uh, fitness training. So I do a lot of uh, functional training in my free time, not not weightlifting or bodybuilding as such. But uh, I think I enjoy that. And I have hired a fitness trainer who now has to teach me virtually. <laughs> so uh, it, it's fun. I, I try to keep fit as much as I can because it's very important to stay healthy and fit. We are in front of our laptops and mobile devices all day. Yeah. So it's not it's not a healthy habit. So there's, yeah. it's very important to detach and basically detox yourself. So I think that's something that I look up to in terms of a hobby. Alrighty, Reza, are you ready for some quick fire questions? All right. I don't know what they are, but I'm ready. Okay. Which famous person have you met? Ah, and a Bollywood actor. Yeah. Who? Who? Uh, Salman Khan. Okay. Naturally, I don't know who that is, but... Uh, so he's like so, uh, the Sylvester Stallone of Hollywood. Ah, okay. Very cool. Very cool. What opportunity has come across your path in your lifetime, but you regret for not taking advantage of it? Hmm. What opportunity? And this could be personal or professional? It can be anything you want. It could be anything I want. Uh, I had the opportunity to join uh, one of my friends' uh, company early on, very early on, and I let that that pass on. I think I could have, I thought I, I could have gone in with him, and we could have done wonders. So I, I do kind of regret that. What is something you are certain you'll never experience? <laughs> something that I'm certain I, I will never experience: uh, yes. drowning in a cruise ship. Because I'm so scared, I won't ever go to a cruise ship. <laughs> would you be? Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest? Uh, hmm. With my friends, I think I'll say the funniest. Uh -huh. But in a professional environment, I'll take the smartest. What activity or sport did you try as a kid and you didn't do well at it? Uh, uh cricket. Hmm. That's not good for an Indian to not do well at cricket. So you know how how tough the competition is, right? In yes, India. yes, so I, yes. I couldn't, I couldn't crack through even my uh, the B team in my school. I could not. I was really bad. Mm. At it. <laughs> well, well, from New Zealand, you know, I I know all about cricket and the importance it is uh, in Indian culture. Okay, last question: If you could be famous, what would you be famous for? If I could be famous, what would I like to be famous for? Uh, famous for being a good-hearted individual. Nice. Nice. I like it. Reza, it's been great to have you on the show. If people want to connect with you online, where could they find you? Uh, if they want to connect with me online, uh, Twitter. I am very, very active on Twitter. My ID is at Reza Dorani. Uh, probably if you message me, I might not respond to you. But if you if you, if you you send me a tweet, you might get a response in five seconds. So I have this uh, FOMO, which is the fear of missing out on Twitter. Every 20 minutes I'm on Twitter. I don't know why, but I'm just addicted to it.
Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Applications MVP Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 197. See you next week.